from our 901 Mission Street studios, you are listening to the San Francisco Chronicle. Hey, and welcome to Startups of the Week Season 2. I'm Trisha, and I'm here with Alex. Hello. And this week, we'll tell you about an app that wants you to replace your resume and cover letter with a video, a big old electric bus company that may raise a pile of money, and why Pepsi is going all healthy. And welcome to our Startup of the Week series. I'm Trisha Thadani, a general assignment business reporter here at The Chronicle. Here, sitting right next to me and back from the East Coast, Hello. Alex Wilhelm from Crunchbase News. Welcome back. It's good to be back in the cold, windy, but it very sunny Bay Area. It's an odd mix of things. It's, so I grew up on the East Coast, and this is something that they didn't tell you about San Francisco, that it's just... The summer is the worst. Yes. Well, you think you think California, it'll be fantastic. I'll yeah. go there. I'll wear shorts year-round. And you show up and you're like, I need a cardigan and long socks. <laughs> and uh, that's how I feel coming from Oregon, too. Yeah. But Well, we're happy to have you back. Good to be on. Um, so, as we do every single week, do you want to give us the rundown of what we do here? Yeah. So, as per usual here in Season 2, we have three companies, uh, one from each category. We have a company that's called Trending which means it's kind of blowing up on the Crunchbase platform. That category of firm has to have less than $50 million in funding, can't be acquired, can't have raised money recently, and generally speaking is in the news for some other reason, like it bought a company mm-hmm. or it failed or something interesting mm-hmm. like or that. It failed. Well, you know, it is, we are late in the bull cycle, Trisha, yes, and so some companies true. are disassembling it before our eyes. Um, <laughs> and then we have the, the fundraising category. Mm-hmm. We pick one company that raised money in the last week, also from the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. And there, if I may be so bold, our bias is uh, interesting things. Yes. Big dollar amount. Cool categories. I think of the biases to have, that's a fair one. Well, we should at least admit these. Admit, we try yes. to be interesting. We don't always succeed, but yes. we, we shoot for it. Yes. And then finally um, is the acquisition category, mm-hmm. which is uh, a Bay Area tech company that got bought by someone else. And this week we are stretching the definition of tech yes. and bringing in a sugary drink company. Yes. So it's going to be a blast when we get there. But first up is a company called Heroes. Yes. Um, so Heroes um, is a Bay Area startup that has only raised. Three hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, and t- I mean, to me, that's a lot of money. But where does that fall? Is that that's a that would be considered a really young, early stage? Company? That's about as early stage as you can get. Okay. That's 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 old school seed money. Mm-hmm. Um, there is some data out this morning that I'm going to butcher. What do you mean I, by old school seed money? Oh yeah, so um, it's 2018, uh, and I don't mean that stupid. I mean that mm-hmm. I mean we're very late in this uh, kind of long bull cycle that's been going on since like 2010, mm-hmm. and. Um, Business cycles don't usually last this long, so we're very, very late into this. And so the rules have changed a bit mm-hmm. in the world of venture. So back uh, when things made sense, as I like to put it, a, a <laughs> Series A might be three, four million dollars, okay. and then a B might be ten, twelve, and then a C might be twenty. Now an A is fifteen, a Series B is thirty-five, a Series C mm. is four hundred, and then SoftBank shows up with its vision fund money and just rains cash down <laughs> upon the world. Um, so three hundred K is an old school, i.e., in the old okay. paradigm, normal amount of money. So. Because of it, it's old school, it's raising old school money in 2018. I mean, what does that say anything about the company that they only got 300,000 again, or is that unfair well, I mean, speculation? One like, thing that does happen a lot with companies at the seed stage is that their fundraising is announced quite later. So, what okay. we know is there's 300,000 in known funding, mm-hmm. but they could have raised a couple more checks that are quiet and small. It's, it's pretty easy to raise 25k from someone and okay. not have it hit the news. If you raise 50 million from Sequoia, everyone finds out about it. Mm. Interesting, okay. 
So uh, heroes, what they do is they help people get a job. They say they help people get a job after college by livening up the application process. So um, their shtick is that they help you make 60-second pitch videos. Okay. You can then send to your employers. Um, Alex and I were both talking before the show and decided we'd both be terrible at those. (laughs) It's hard because you know the old thing about, you know, in business school, you learn how to make good slides. It's a skill. Mm -hmm. Presentation in a short format is tough. And Mm -hmm. 60 seconds is not a lot of video. What would would you say? What would your opening line be? Please hire me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Going for the honest approach. Um, (laughs) I feel like my resume is okay. Yeah. But I don't think I would do better talking about it. But another point that you brought up was that this is likely tailored towards the Gen Z generation. I guess that was redundant. Gen, the, the Generation Z. right? I the, think you'd have to say Gen Z. Gen, yeah, because it's like millennial generation. Yeah, yeah. I see your yeah. problem. So for those kids yes. who grew up in on video, I mean, this would be, I would think this would be a more natural format for them, if anything. So yeah, it I, could think, be I think so. I mean, like the... the one thing that I'm just coming on to now in my dotage is um, <laughs> the importance of YouTube and YouTube celebrities mm-hmm. as real forces of nature. I, I was earlier to esports than YouTube. Got that backwards. Um, and so for these these kids, as we jokingly call them, maybe this is their native format. Mm-hmm. Like you and I grew up with like the internet and typing. Yes. That's what I I, I remember when I got my first computer. I recall when dial-up was fast. <laughs> um, gosh, now we, we do just sound old. Um, but for Gen Z, they grew up with smartphones. They grew up with video, especially yeah. mobile video. Yeah. So maybe this is the way that they can show off their uh, skills. Mm-hmm. And they're aimed at uh, startups. So it's a way to get jobs there. Right. So, so more interesting about this company than um, you know, what it actually does, it's what it represents. I mean, I feel like on the show we've spoken a lot about companies that um, – help place job candidates into, like, startups specifically. Um, And this goes into a wider trend that, you know, keeps popping up in every aspect or in almost every aspect of my reporting is that there's just this talent shortage in Silicon Valley. Do you want to explain that a little more? I mean, it's such an interesting issue here. Well, there's a bunch of money here. And uh, there's a bunch of companies... Where can I find it? Not in the tenderloin, um, <laughs> where there is somehow negative money everywhere you go. Or in a newsroom. Or in the newsroom, where there's actually negative, negative money. <laughs> yeah. uh, no. But isn't two negatives? Make a positive. positive. So fine. Negative, negative, negative money. Okay. There you go. I think that's the pedantically correct way of saying that. Okay. Um, there's a lot of money in the Bay Area. Yeah. And one thing that does is, is uh, if you have a, a rapidly growing job pool and a relatively constrained housing uh, stock, as it's called. So mm-hmm. you end up with an imbalance in supply and demand and prices go nuts. Mm-hmm. And so in the Bay Area, we have a talent shortage because uh, there's not enough housing for people to show up. Mm-hmm. And then people who do show up have to pay exorbitant amounts of money to, to get into the workforce. Yeah. So um, if you're not a person of, of means, it can be very hard to move to the Bay Area and also to break into these companies. Mm-hmm. So perhaps if um, if this application, this app, if you will, uh, can help people better convert, they can, we can solve some of the talent shortage maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, though that, of course, won't change the dynamics of the housing market. Yeah. But it also has to do with just how quickly and how many of these companies there are. That, sure. So there's just not enough people there. And, um, you know, if... You a startup can only pay you so much, where Facebook and Google can pay you more. More, anyways. So yeah, that's a fun. We should talk about that later on the show. Yeah, the, the Google versus startup talent war is a huge topic. Here. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, next one is a company called Proterra. Yes. Um, and this one is fun because it has to do with buses. We've talked about our love and hatred for San Francisco SFMTA. <laughs> Big fan of the 21. Thank you for getting me to work every single day. Shout out um, to the two and three while we're doing this. <laughs> um, anyway, so Proterra makes electric buses. Um, and it sells it to government 
agencies. So one of them was uh, the New York's municipal agency, and I think another one was San Jose. They're working with Fresno as well. Um, But again, rather than focusing on um, the company itself, so the reason they were like they came up on our list was because Recode had reported that they had filed to accept up to more than a hundred million dollars. Oh, sorry, up to a hundred million dollars in funding. Called up the CEO and I was like, hey, Mr. CEO, like, what's up with this funding? Like, what are you going to do with it? <laughs> and he was like, oh, we can't comment on that. Um, and I was like, oh, why not? Um, and he said, because, you know, as a company of a certain size, we need to be very careful with what we say. And even though we're not public, we need to be really, really careful with our messaging now. We almost need to act like we're public at this point. Um, I mean, to me, that was, I mean, that's the first time I had ever heard that from someone, but you've been around this a lot longer um, than I have. Well, yeah. So before the show kicked off, we were talking about this, trying to figure out kind of what's going on. And my first thought was maybe they'd file a Form D with the SEC indicating they were going to raise up to $100 million. Mm-hmm. So we jumped on the SEC website. We did some background research. Nothing came up. And so mm-hmm. we were confused. Like, where is this new $100 million round that's being talked about? Well, and just to reiterate, this was reported by Recode, exactly. and they did confirm to me the existence of the filing. Yes. So. And so what, it, what we think happened is, if you go back and reread the Recode story, um, they got a filing from the state of Delaware. And that matters because nearly every company is a Delaware uh, C-Corp. Mm-hmm. Every VC wants you to have incorporated your company in Delaware as a C-Corp because mm-hmm. it is the most tax advantage and flexible way to found uh, and domicile company here in the mm-hmm. United States. So if, if I hear Delaware filing, I think, ah, oh, it's an article of incorporation. Now, those are a bit harder to get than Form Ds because they're not filed with the SEC in a public way. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're filed differently. And so we don't have the filing, but this provides a lot of context because Recode had the valuation. And you can calculate that um, using uh, a lot of arithmetic and share mm-hmm. counts in the uh, article of incorporation. And if anyone asks you to do that, tell them no because it's awful. Uh, <laughs> but the cool thing is they're going to raise up to $100 million Mm-hmm. At a valuation that, uh, according to Rico, would be $840 million. That's a lot of money. So it's a pretty high valuation for an electric bus company, mm-hmm. which is cool because it's not an app and it's not food delivery. Mm-hmm. Right. Novel for the show. I, yeah. I, <laughs> we were, we're really breaking it out for you guys today, doing new things. Yeah. Um, so another relatable thing about this company is um, they are working with Van Hool, I think is how you pronounce it. It's a big bus company. Um, and they have a lot of those those damn tech buses that we see everywhere. Um, so they're working on creating a electric bus to bring all these tech workers from San Francisco down to San Jose. I mean, I think that's a pretty noble thing to work yeah, on. I, yeah. I think it's I think it's good. I live um, I live near this. If you're not in SF, this is too local for you. I'm sorry, but the, near the uh, the Franklin uh, Tech bus mm, stop, mm. it's near the Whole Foods. If you know where that is, you know where I live. Um, so I see a jillion of these buses every day. Mm-hmm. That's why you said Van Hoo. I'm like, ah, yes. It's a Van But Hoo. I will say one of them did have an epic flat tire outside of uh, Pete's Bodega there on mm. Franklin the other day, and I felt bad for the driver. Yeah. But electric buses are cool. They're better for the environment. They're quieter. Tech buses mm-hmm. are super loud, especially inside the city. Mm-hmm. And anything we can do to kind of lessen the impact we have on the environment, especially here in this dragon piece of litter yeah. we call SF, I'm in favor of. Yeah. And I mean, I guess, this, and again, this is all speculation, but you know, if they're raising more money, we can assume that. They're just trying to create more of these buses. Yes. And um, as we said before, if you're building hardware, it's expensive. <clears throat> and $100 million will help you build a lot more buses. Mm-hmm. But hardware is? Hard. Hard. Very, very, very hard. <laughs> yeah. But food is not. Food is edible, actually. Yes. And that brings us to our last 
a uh, little company Great of the segue. day. That was a terrible segue. No, I, 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 I had to push on that one, but it worked. Um, so PepsiCo, um, the parent company of, you guessed it, Pepsi, um, acquired Bear Snacks. Um, Alex, you said you have those in your office. I, I would want to double check that, but I'm 98% sure we have Bear okay. currently at Crunchbase. Uh, um, well, it is a healthy snack company. They make chips, and I, I've only seen their chips. I don't know what else they make. I'm Do they sure. make those bars that are like two almonds, one egg white, three cashews, oh, one mango? I don't know. I don't like company? those, though. I don't, I've had those before. Mm. Anyways, um, the joke is between me and my roommate, like, two almonds, like one egg white, zero fun. <laughs> Anyway, Can sorry, you please sorry. do that Photoshop for me and send me the picture? That would be amazing. Um, so PepsiCo, they bought Bear Snacks. Um, so a drink co- or a company that you associate with a fizzy drink that's really not that good for you, buying a healthy food company. Yes. Does this say anything to you? Uh, it's, it's optimistic in one way because okay. I think Americans are changing their um, health habits. Like you go, to, you go to McDonald's now on Uber Eats and they mm-hmm. always want to sell you a salad. Which is weird. And they what? What's it say? McDonald's wants you to have salads from McDonald's. Interesting. Which is, I know it's very strange. Um, and so I, I think that Americans are beginning to shift away from fizzy drinks, as you said, mm-hmm. and diet fizzy drinks as a health alternative uh, towards things that are a bit more natural and whole. Because we got really far from that in mm-hmm. the 70s, 80s, 90s, and aughts. Yeah. Um, but Bear Snacks had raised $9.3 million, so investors believed in the company. Yeah. And to see the exit through Pepsi, I presume at a reasonable multiple, uh-huh. probably a win for everybody. But this does uh, reinforce one bit of bad behavior, I feel. Because VCs have been making a lot of bets on food, okay, like um, like Blue Bottle and other companies like that, mm. which are pretty non-tech uh, for okay. the venture capitalists. I'm kind of curious if this is going to tell VCs they should keep doing that. Why? And, why is that a bad thing? Because it, it's uh, staying in your lane, as the people say today. Like invest in what you know. Like, if you're a VC firm that has mostly done software for mm-hmm. 20 years and you start investing in food and then scooters. I see. I'm curious why. Scooters. Well, I I, I wanted to shoehorn scooters into the podcast. Um, I don't know. It it feels unfocused to me. Interesting. But here in this case, probably pretty good exit for all the investors, which were, I think, uh, NGE and Partners, Aviro Capital, and uh, Silas Mm -hmm. Capital. And and just before we sign off, I want to quote this or cite this New York Times article that this is a part of a bigger trend um, of companies buying more healthier options. So Campbell Soup... Um, they made, uh, not made, they acquired Pacific Foods, um, which makes those Snyder's pretzels and potato chips. I guess that's not technically healthy, but well, it's smaller a, snack brand. Yeah. Um, and then Hershey bought Amplify, which makes Skinny Pop popcorn, which is pretty good. Is it good? I, I've seen the bags of that. I never yeah, actually had They're it. super, like, they're, they're tailored towards my demographic <laughs> of girl. <laughs> I can't comment on that statement, but keep going. Anyways, um, and then... Kong, Con Agra, which I actually don't know what that is. Um, they made, or no, Kellogg's bought RX Bar, Protein Bar. There's another one. Anyways, on that note, that's all we have for this week. Thank you so much for tuning in, um, and we'll be back next week. See ya. Thank you for listening to the San Francisco Chronicle. Read more startups coverage at sfchronicle.com. And crunchbase.news. I'm Trisha Tadani. And I'm Alex Wilhelm. And this is Startups of the Week. You've been listening to the San Francisco Chronicle. Our executive producer is Fernando Diaz. Our editor-in-chief is Audrey Cooper. And our producers are Peter Hartlaub, Brittany Schell, and Claire Varelos. The music you just heard is Botfest by Alex Vaughn. If you like what you heard, good news, there's more. 
Listen to Chronicle Podcasts and get bonus content at sfchronicle.com slash podcast or subscribe to iTunes, Stitcher, or other streaming services. Thank you for listening to the San Francisco Chronicle. Read more startups coverage at sfchronicle.com. And Crunchbase.news. I'm Owen Thomas. And I'm Alex Wilhelm. And this is Startups of the Week.